The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome back to part two of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, Patricia Bowden-Lucardi. Okay, Patricia, so we're talking about thermography here and breast thermography. So you're holding up an image of a, of a breast thermogram. Describe what we're seeing. Well, this is the color image right here, and they're looking at the bilateral heat differences. And this is the gray scale, and they're looking for vascular pattern and lymphatic, um, I'm sorry, estrogen backup. So these are the Celsius numbers. That's part of the physics of thermology. And they're looking at the bilateral heat differences of the breast. Got it. So I see a little red there down the center. Is that normal? Oh, well, but, you know, again, therm thermogram is just an image of heat. So they're actually looking at these numbers here. This red would actually just be surface heat from, you know, where her breasts are on her, on her, and under the arm. But again, it's just an image. And our images look better than most, but right. again, they're looking at the Celsius heat. But this is a really important one. This is what this estrogen looks like on the breast. See oh, wow. See all those little blotches at the top? Yeah, if you hold it a little higher, that we could see the whole, oh my goodness. Yeah, it looks like leopard spots. Like you said, just blotches all over the place. Yeah, and the bottom of her breast are the vascular patterns. But on protocol, she can clean up most of that estrogen dominant and leave the good estrogen and take the bad out. So we want to get the estrogens that are not belonging to us off our receptor sites. Right. And right. This, this is a very interesting picture. This was, um, this was on here. This is a woman. They're looking, she had stage two cancer. It was not seen on a mammogram yet, but you see that that um oh yeah you see that vascular pattern can you yes see yeah very interesting and that was not picked up on mammogram no because it was too early wow well catching it early is definitely a benefit yeah because there's different vascular patterns and lastly we see so much drainage from leakage from the mouth really i don't know if this is going to show or not can you hold it up a little higher and closer? Yeah. What are we seeing? I, we do see that. I do see that. Well, we're seeing oral drainage and it's going right into her nipple. Interesting. Yeah, I do see that. Wow. Who would have thought? Yeah, well, dentists have long known that there's a connection between oral health and breast health. And, <laughs> excuse me, you think Invisalign, dental dams, um, uh, 
you know, sealants on the mouth. Most of those are from plastics. And um, particularly root canals and amalgams. Root canals are just, you know, there was a movie called Root Cause, and it was actually taken off Netflix within a week. And it what? was the truth on root canals, yeah. Most dentists, um, a biological dentist, will not do root canals. Yeah. I'll take that with ozone. But, you know, again, a lot of us still have root canals. I personally don't. But um, I think every dentist that's working with root canals or a woman comes in with root canals, they should have the thermography to see what their breasts look like because it's draining into the lymphatic system. Interesting. It's all connected, isn't it? Yep, it sure is. Well, thank you for those images. So a few other questions. Um, now, if thermography helps to detect disease process early, would you recommend that every man and woman over or at or over a certain age just get it as a general screening tool, just like your annual physical? Right. Well, our doctors say that because of the toxins that we're living in, um, that women around 20 should start having it, you know, just to get a, let's get a baseline of the breast. But there needs to be the follow-up, the six-month follow-up to create a baseline. And then it's once a year or how long right. you want to run. Right. But again, I can't stress enough of the toxicity that we're living in this estrogen-dominant um, petrochemical epidemic, that these estrogens are clogging our, 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 our um, receptor site. And we're starting to see this in the human endocrine system, but not just in humans, but we're seeing it in animals, we're seeing it in wildlife, we're seeing it in fish. Male fish are becoming female. They found these alligators in Florida, females growing penises. This is oh my gosh. estrogen that's in our water. It's in everything, plastic oceans. That so is really, really important. That is the topic for an entire podcast or two. That is, that is, that is my passion. That's what I do speak about. Okay, well, thank you for that. That's definitely something we should discuss at a, on another podcast. So where can people get more information about thermography? Um, it's through um, Breast Thermography International, and we are the leading interpreters in the country. So it's BTI Scan uh, for Breast Thermography International. And BTI Scan, and you can read the science on it. And you can see, you know, the education of breast health, fibrocystic breast, dense breast. Uh, early detection. I mean, we're really about education, you know, yes. education. Agreed. Agreed. Now some general questions about thermography, which may or may not have anything to do with the breast. Yes or no. Can thermography help detect coronavirus? Uh, no. Okay. It can, it, can, it can detect inflammation if there's heat. Right. So if a person has a fever, they say, don't come if you have a fever because they're going to show up hot. Yes. And what are some simple lifestyle changes that can help reduce the, that just help reduce breast cancer if possible? Mm -hmm. Well, <clears throat> not having root canals would be one. Yeah. Um, having a plastic free life as much as possible. So hard. So hard. Actually, did you know coffee turns into estrogen in 45 minutes? It actually makes for lumpy breasts. But eating, you know, look, I know a lot of people can't eat organic. Oh, this is one. This is very interesting. Stay away from factory farm cheeses. You know, the growth hormone that's in milk. They may say in the milk carton there's no more hormones in that milk, but they're not putting it on the cheese. And they have shown that this puts our breast at risk. And our the milk, American milk, has been banned all throughout Europe. But they wanted to put a warning. 12,000 doctors came together to the FDA and they wanted to warn 
women that it was a risk for breast cancer having factory farm cheeses. And I mean, who doesn't like a bit of the cheese board and grays, right? So when you're getting your cheese, you go to a farmer's market, it goes someplace and you spend extra because it's coming from Europe, it's coming from a farm stand. Yeah. But um, they did a study two months ago, University of Rochester, and they found that men that were eating full fat cheeses had deformities in their sperm. So again, it's going back to these hormones and these estrogens. So yeah, stay away from that. But our breasts love all things green. It loves broccoli. It loves all the cruciferous vegetables. And I would say, you know, think about what would make the best breast milk. It wouldn't be wings and beer. It'd be all things green. So, you know, just you can follow up. Just think about, um, just try to eat as much vegetables and greens and colorful berries and um and that's cruciferous, it's the cruciferous um, vegetable kingdom. Right. And there are there are supplements that are out there that come from the broccoli seed and the broccoli sprout, and they've been shown at Johns Hopkins that it has it does wonders for breast health and for breast cancer. And they've actually called uh, this broccoli seed the Hopkins Johns Hopkins the Hopkins the breast is so serious Hopkins. Yeah, so, but the other thing, there is so much emotion around our breast. And when you think about the traumas that we've had, teased or sexualized or whatever a woman has gone through, many of my patients said, you know what, I really had to go back to the emotional part of my breast and heal that. Wow, yeah. That definitely is something that, you know, perhaps most people don't think about. I mean, all we store energy, we store emotion in our bodies. And I think, you know, especially for women and, and their breasts, it's it's they're not just heavy for some women because they're large, they're heavy for other reasons. Right. Yeah. Well, as we say, as we say on the uh, Forever Fab podcast, to your point about eating cruciferous vegetables and fruits. Yeah, good nutrition is the first rule of beauty and the first rule of a beautiful life, right? Can I just add one thing when you said beauty? Yes. Well, our breasts are sexualized, they're dramatized, and we know they're monetized. But I had the good fortune of Sydney Ross Singer, who wrote oh. the book called Dress to Kill, the link between uh, bras and breast cancer. And yes, are- thanks to your introduction, you All know, right. he's, been, he's been on our podcast. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So we know that, 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 and with, this is what we see in thermography all the time. We see the lymphatic backup from these bras. And he, he's a, he's an interesting guy. Isn't he? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he studied bras and breasts around the world. He's a medical anthropologist. Yes. And, you know, the only time our lymph system can really function well is when we come home and take a bra, you know, but I mean, some women have to wear bras and some women can, you know, now with wintertime, maybe you can wear a little camisole or something, but yeah. we really need to get smart. I mean, the worst thing a woman could do is sleep in a bra. That is just beyond my comprehension, but I know people that do that. But our bras are linked to our breast health. Wow. And the wires, there's no reason to ever have a wire there. It's not magically holding your breast up in space. No, it isn't. The lift is in the strap. You know, it's all in the strap here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That whole history of, you know, of bras and everything and what – you know, Sydney had to say about that. Okay. <laughs> yes, we've had him on the podcast. It was That's definitely cool. a kind yeah, of question. Go back and listen to that one because it's a real <laughs> wealth of knowledge. Okay. So a, a couple of other associations. Is there a small link between alcohol and breast cancer? Yes, there's actually a really big one. And um, Mother Jones did an article several years ago, and they went through all the studies of 
how alcohol turns into estrogen. And they actually banned that study. And they actually started coming out with wine bottles with a pink ribbon on them. So again, everything in moderation. Right. You know, if you're going to have a glass of wine, at the same time, you know, giving you relaxation and you healthy, but not drinking a bottle of wine at night. Exactly. There has been um, some studies that show that there could be links between alcohol and breast cancer. Okay. Now you have a, a pretty extensive, you know, detox protocol. Can you just briefly describe that and what it would, uh, what it would do, how it would be beneficial and how yeah. often we should do that? Well, I have a 14 day detox and it's through designs for health. And a lot of the nutraceutical companies have this, you know, complete powder that you put in and you drink it like a shake. Yeah. And I work with um, curcumin, the turmeric, this mm-hmm. anti-inflammatory. Vitamin D, we have receptor sites all over our body for vitamin D. And there's a link between low um, vitamin D and cancer. In fact, I think it's like 18 cancers. Wow. So So low levels of vitamin D can contribute to various illnesses. Yes, absolutely. And I think if a woman is low in vitamin D when she's pregnant, it it should be be, uh, malpractice to let a woman get pregnant if her vitamin D levels are so low. Wow. that I work with iodine with uh, selenium, and uh, it's very important. Uh, Japanese women have a very low um, risk, uh, low. It's, that's what I'm looking for. They're not. Um, there's not low incidence. Low incidence. Thank you. Of breast cancer in Japan, and because they have such high iodine in their in their food. Ah. The other thing is I take with selenium, and for those who really need their boost in the immune system. I work with AHCC medical mushrooms and that boosts mm-hmm. the system through the roof within a month and everything's humming. But then the one that I really get the most response out of is the broccoli seed. And the wow. Broccoli protection. There's a lot of broccoli out there, but in six months, the breasts look completely different. Very interesting. And you're able to document this with before after, images yes. with the thermogram and after the protocol. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I've been 11 years of this and I can see it. If a person is, is compliant, we're going to see the changes. Wow. The changes. And where can we get information about this protocol, this detox protocol? Um, through my website and it's um, Patricia Lucardi, L-U-C-C-A-R-D-I.com. And um, you can contact me and you can set up a detox. But be nice to do a thermography first. We have um, thermography labs all over the country. Yeah. So that and, makes it that makes it easy and accessible. Right. Right. Now this we're down to the last two questions. I can't even believe it. There's so much to know, so much to learn, and so much to talk with you about because you have quite an expansive knowledge on this. But I will limit it to two questions. Okay. Let's hear it. The last two. So this one is called the Fast Five. So in one to two words, just describe you know, the following things I'm going to mention vis-a-vis the benefits or risks to a woman's health. So for example, if I say, you know, Twinkie, you, you can say something like, you know, heart attack. <laughs> so okay, let's start with Twinkie. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give you five. It's called the fast five. So the first things that come to your mind regarding the benefits or the risks to women's health. The first one is dry brushing. Excellent for the lymphatic system. Cell phones near the breasts. Cancer risk. Also for men. Okay. Breast massage. Excellent. Root canals. 
Mm, biological dentist. Iodine. The breasts thrive on it. Dense breasts. 50% of women have it, and there's nothing wrong with dense breasts, but it, it's not the um, the best screening for uh, mammogram, but it's got a not to 97% sensitivity with thermography. Last one. The last one is cow's milk. Well, if it's um, if it's not factory farmed. Gotcha. That was very good. I like that. And the last question is the Fab Five, Patricia. What are your top five recommendations for living a healthy and beautiful and fabulous life? Think positive. Know that your life is sacred. Yes. Know who you are as a spiritual being. So your think positive is number one. Your life is sacred is number two. Yes. And what's number three? Um, know that your life is sacred. Yeah. And um, love your body. It hears everything you say. And be grateful. Gratitude is the greatest of attitude. Okay. I actually got four, so I'm going to repeat them. Number one is think positive. Number two, your life is sacred. Number three, love your body because it hears everything you say. And number four is be grateful. What's number five? Know who you are as a spiritual being. Yes, got it. Know who you are as a spiritual being. I love it. Patricia, thank you so very much for your insight, your expertise, your presence on the Forever Fab podcast. I appreciate your open and honest dialogue. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. This brings us to our close of this week's episode of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, Patricia Bowden-Lucardi. Do you want or need a breast detox? Contact Patricia to sign up for her newsletter and for more information about the Breast Protection Detox Protocol, visit patricialucardi.com. That's patricia, L-U-C-C-A-R-D-I.com. And also to find out more about thermography, fibrocystic breast and dense breast, pick up her book, Thermography and the Fibrocystic and Dense Breasts on Amazon.com. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Forever Fab Podcast. Until next time, stay beautiful and fabulous inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.